The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show seven days a week from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Bully Ray talk about the breaking news of the WWE going to Netflix in 2025. Also, we go to Monday Night Raw and the face-off between Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. Who won the War of Words? We talk about that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We have some breaking news. So glad that we have those pre-shows. Bully, um, the WWE has signed a 10-year, $5 billion deal with Netflix starting in 2025. Was that a billion with a B? Yes, that's a that's billion with a B. Five billion, billion dollars. Did we uh, really just do that at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Monday Night Raw starting in two thousand and twenty-five, bully. Starting January two thousand and twenty-five, Monday Night Raw will be live on Netflix. Dear USA, take care. Brush your hair. Thanks for the memories, and don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. And you, you said USA. USA, you know, Monday Night Raw is USA's number one show, and it's been their number one show for a while. And, you know, Monday Night Raw has been a part of, I guess you could say, linear TV now for 31 years. Um, this completely changes the landscape bully because you know you and i and i think a lot of other shows talk about the weekly ratings and who's number one on cable and this that the other thing for monday night raw at least in 2025 you could throw that completely out the window because streaming services do things in a completely different way um this this changes the landscape in more ways than one um It's on Netflix. So now, you know, Monday Night Raw for a weekly show is going to be streaming on Netflix. And and listen, there's other shows, Bully, that stream on, you know, other streaming services and are not on live TV, not on cable. So that's not new. But this is new for what we're talking about, Bully. And Monday Night Raw has always been the flagship show for professional wrestling for the most part for the last 30 years. And now that is moving to Netflix come January of 2025. If I have my information correct, um, I believe that as many people in the United States have Netflix as they do have US, the USA network in their home. It's, 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 but even then, it's like, even having that discussion, it's like you say in their home. It, it, 
I can't even say that because Netflix is everywhere. It's on your laptop. It's on your phone. It's on it's on your smart TV. It's it's you know, it's on, you know, if you have an old school TV, like here's the thing. If if for those people who do have like the old school TV, you probably don't have Netflix and you're not streaming Netflix. But for a whole new generation of people that consume media, Netflix is the biggest thing. Obviously, Netflix was something that got through, you know, a lot of people through the lockdown and the pandemic. I think that's when a lot of people understood and subscribed to Netflix. And that's the other thing, too, Bully, is this is a streaming service that you have to subscribe to. I'm going to be quite honest with you right now at this moment. I don't subscribe to Netflix. I kind of I cut back on Netflix because I was probably like a lot of people that was grabbing all these different streaming services. And I'm like, like, wait, wait a second. I have all these streaming services that I'm paying nine ninety nine a month for. But do I really watch it? So Netflix was one of those streaming services over the last year that I didn't subscribe to. So now it's another streaming service that I'm going to have to subscribe to. Uh, I, I'm fairly certain that enough people have Netflix in their home that the WWE is not worried. And oh, no, based I'm on sure. based on the price tag, you said it's a 10-year deal worth $5 billion, with a B, billion dollars. For that amount of money, I mean, how much was Fox paying um, – uh, SmackDown per year, like some two hundred and eighty-five million dollars. Exactly. Yeah, right? it was a one point. It was a one point four uh, billion dollar deal for five years. This is and this is know, a this is billion. a significant increase. Five billion dollars. If I'm the WWE, I'm like, this is a no-brainer. Our fan base is loyal. They're dedicated. They'll either just watch us on Netflix or they will subscribe to Netflix. Uh, this is not going to affect the WWE, in, in my opinion. And it's, you know, maybe going to Netflix might be a tad more difficult than uh, turning on the USA Network. It'll take some getting used to. I'm sure the WWE will do everything in their power in the next year to re-educate the WWE universe, their fan base, their audience, so that in January of 2025, that very first episode, as many fans as possible, will be there. The, the WWE just doesn't make these whimsical decisions. Everything is based on business. I'm not a big Netflix guy at all. I'll be tuning into Netflix for Monday of Night course. I mean... But people might, this is not shocking to me. This is like not even a big deal to me for some reason. I'm not like, going, oh my God, they're leaving USA. The sky is falling. This is the end of Monday Night Raw. No, not at all. So what is what are some of the things we're not going to be able to do on a Monday night while watching Raw? Okay, we can't channel surf. Well, I mean, I, I disagree with you in the fact that, listen, the sky's not falling. I think they wouldn't make this decision unless they knew that this is actually going to grow their product and bring in a lot of money. But I do think this is a big deal. This is a very big deal for Monday Night Raw. Um, this is taking a big chance because you're right. It, whenever you break somebody's weekly habit, bully, you're taking a chance. Let's face it. Like People are accustomed. People are programmed to every Monday night turn on USA and see Monday Night Raw. You're that's not going to happen come January 2025. So anytime you break somebody's weekly habit, you're taking a bit of a chance because 
you know, as you know, and listen, it's it's not very different than Howard Stern moving over to Sirius XM. Hey, everybody knew that they could turn on this certain channel on their radio, whether it was in their car or on their radio at home, and they heard Howard Stern. But Howard Stern took a chance, and he jumped to Sirius. And that was taking a chance because there were people that didn't subscribe to Sirius. Now you have to subscribe to Sirius in order to hear Howard Stern. And there was well over a million people right away who did that. And now you've become accustomed to the fact that if you want to listen to Howard Stern, you have to subscribe to Sirius XM. That's the same thing here. But just like when Howard did it, you know, 15 years ago with Sirius, this is changing the dynamic. Now, it's also changing the dynamic and the fact that you're not going to have to fit Monday Night Raw into a box. USA Cable Network had Monday Night Raw on from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. every single Monday night. We don't know what this is going to be on Netflix because now you don't have those same constraints. It's being streamed. You don't have to worry about a show before you and a show after you. So, you know, Monday Night Raw could be two hours in 45 minutes or three hours in 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be a by-the-minute three-hour show every single Monday night. Will there be commercials? Will there be advertisers and sponsors? Because if there's not, with the ungodly amount of money that the WWE will already be receiving from Netflix, maybe they do go back down to a two, two-and-a-half-hour show. Well, I mean, I, I'll just go by what I see on Peacock. If you subscribe to Peacock and you watch a premium live on Peacock, they have tiers. You have the 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 five ninety nine and uh, nine ninety nine. You know, if you have the smaller tier, you're going to get commercials. If you have the the gold premium tier, you don't get commercials. Meaning that usually they have like backstage interviews or packages that you see in place of those commercials. That could be a possibility or. Maybe there's going to be banners on your TV as opposed to going to a commercial. I would have to think, Bully, that the traditional uh, commercial breaks are probably a thing in the past. I don't know that to be a fact, but I would think that those those constant commercial breaks, those picture-in-pictures and all, that's going to be a thing of the past when it comes to Monday Night Raw. I think this is one of those things, and we have a loaded show today. Me and you have so much to talk about, but I think this is something that we should throw out to the nation immediately to get some feedback from them because, listen, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I'll turn on my Netflix on Monday nights and watch Raw and talk about it here the next day. It's like, I'd love to hear what the fan base thinks. Is this a pain in the ass or is this no big deal? Well, I I will bring up Bully... um... We, we just talked about the NFL playoff game that was on on Peacock. And it got, it got a big number, not as big of a number as they normally get on TV, but that's understandable because, again, you're breaking the habit of people being able to watch this on their TV. But there was a lot of people that were angry at the fact that, all right, now you're asking me now to subscribe to Peacock in order to, to see something that I got to see – Oh, forever on my TV. Now you're asking me. And and the other thing is, Bully, we talk about it now. Obviously, it's a completely different animal. But we talk about like what TNA is going through where you could stream TNA, but they're looking to be on a major cable network to attract viewers. 
Monday Night Raw and the WWE saying, we don't need that major cable network anymore. We, we can just be on a streaming service and we will be fine. That, it just, it's just like you said. Now you have to retrain your brain. And like for me and you, and like you're saying, listen, you're saying it's no big deal. Uh, for me, it's not really that big of a deal either. To me, I actually think I may like it more that it's on a streaming service. I have a 4K TV bully, and I live in New Jersey. Monday Night Raw does not is not 4K because my cable company isn't 4K. So I have a 4K TV, but when I watch cable, I'm not seeing the best possible picture. That's going to be different when I'm streaming it because you can stream in 4K, which means I'm probably going to get a much better picture on my television by streaming it on Netflix than I did watching it on the USA Cable Network. Listen, there's a lot of factors here, but I'm sure there's a generation of fans that I'm sure there's going to be people that we talk to, Bully, that are going to say, this is no big deal. I I already subscribed to Netflix or I'll pay for Netflix. No big deal to me. But I'm sure there's going to be a generation of fans that's like, Shit, man, I'm a, I'm already paying for enough shit. I got I got I got a lot of wrestling to watch. I'm not gonna out gonna pay another streaming service in order to watch a show that I got to watch for free the last 31 years. But Dave, if you are paying for streaming services, isn't there a real good chance that the majority of people that do get Netflix? I mean, I Netflix yes. has its own like like little tagline. Nobody's talking about you know. Uh, Paramount Plus and Chill, or Peacock Network and Chill. The whole thing is Netflix and Chill. I mean, they people have come up with a cool little slogan for now. It now it should be Raw and Chill only on Netflix. Well, the, the other thing, bully, is that Netflix actually over the last year has kind of fallen off a little bit when it comes to streaming services. There's other streaming services that I think that's equaled or even surpassed Netflix. So Netflix is trying to do something too here. They want the WWE program because then they know, hey, the WWE has a very loyal audience that's not going to want to miss Monday Night Raw. They're going to now subscribe. Like for Netflix, for me, Bully, like that series, uh, Wrestlers. So the only way you're able to see it on Netflix. So what did I do? I subscribed to Netflix. I, I binge watched Wrestlers over the course of a couple weeks. And then I canceled Netflix, so I only paid for the one month. Like, if there's, like, I'm a big fan of Cobra Kai. That's on Netflix. So my plan was when Cobra Kai started up again, I was going to, you know, now subscribe to Netflix. Hulu, same thing. Um, If there's something I like, I'll subscribe to it. And then once I binge watch it, I'll I'll then unsubscribe to Hulu or whatever streaming service. It's just, but... It's just a different landscape, bully. I'm not, I don't, I'm, for me, it's probably better. And I know there's ways you can watch USA on your phone or on your laptop. But I know with Netflix, you just download the Netflix app. If you subscribe, you can watch it. So now I can watch Monday Night Raw anywhere I want. It doesn't, I don't have to be sitting on my couch watching it. And then the other thing is, is now we could definitely throw that ratings right out the window because you're not going to get weekly ratings for Monday Night Raw anymore. Um, it's going to be completely different. It's kind of like Sirius XM. Sirius XM is like, hey, this is where you go to hear the NFL. This is where you go to hear Howard Stern. 
This is where you go to listen to Busted Open. But they don't have like the daily ratings, or maybe they do, and they just publicly don't put it out there. To me, this is this is a new era for the WWE and the way people are going to be watching Monday Night Raw. And then the other thing too is just like DVR, like you know, just like DVRs. If this gets to the point where, if like say AEW with their next TV deal is streaming, man, I'm I'm cutting cable because now it's like if I'm gonna if I don't need cable anymore, bully. And now with Netflix, I don't need a DVR anymore because it's the there. Only, it lives on Netflix all the time. The only thing that I, I'm trying, I'm racking my brain here, Dave, because you know how I am. I love to simplify, knock it down to its lowest common denominator. Like, when is this going to be an issue for me? Well, maybe during Monday night football season. Yeah, I because can't it's, flipping back, flip it's back a pain in the ass. It's a pain. Like if you're like, that's a great example. That's a really good example, Bully, because during the football season on Monday Night Raw, you know, you you would go. I, I know for me, I go, ne- you know, back or whatever, whatever yep. the key is on your remote control. So, like, if Raw goes to commercial, boop, I just, comp- you know, flip over to Monday Night Football. That's going to be the thing of a past. What you're going to have to do at that point is maybe have it on your phone. So, like. You know, you watch Monday Night Football on your big screen TV, but you have Monday Night Raw on your phone or vice versa. It's just, it's so just problem solved. Yeah, it's 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 retraining your brain and retraining your habits, which bully is. I I know for myself, I'm speaking for myself only, is difficult to do. I have my habits, the way I do thing. I'm kind of set in my ways. I'm 52. This is the way I've been doing it. For 30 years, and now you're asking me to change. Will I change? Absolutely. But it's Dave, important enough for me to change. If this was going into effect next Monday, I would completely understand where you're coming from. This is a year down the road. You're yep. going to be reprogrammed by the time January of 2025 gets you. But, but you're you're, you're going to be ready to go day one. They're giving you they've they've they're giving us so much of a heads up. People today right now are probably subscribing to Netflix just so they could say, "Okay, I got it, and I'm ready to go." Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are people that are, that that today are making sure they subscribe to Netflix or are going to wait and then subscribe. But then they'll be subscribing just like Peacock. Like, listen, a lot of people find Peacock to be a pain in the ass. Listen, you know, there are other other factors. I know where I live. Sometimes, you know, like I'll be able to watch regular cable, but if I'm streaming something, I lose it because there's something, you know, like the internet is wonky or the Wi-Fi is wonky and you could lose connection. That happens to me sometimes when I'm watching a premium live event on Peacock. That can happen from time to time. But I also believe that eventually this is going to work out just like it did with the WWE Network and Peacock, because it's like, all right, now I don't have to pay the sixty bucks every month for a, a pay per view because I get it as part of my Peacock subscription. I'm sure, bully, that when it comes to Netflix, that it's not going to just be Monday Night Raw. I guarantee you that the WWE will have other exclusive content, documentaries, other types of series that will be on Netflix. As well, it's not going to just be what you see on Monday nights. And here's the other thing, Bully. Since it's being streamed 
and it's on Netflix, you don't have like USA Cable Network breathing down to WWE's neck saying, hey, make sure that word isn't used in a promo or that there's blood in this match. Like, you're not going to have those same constraints when it comes to Netflix. Like, there might be a little bit of a warning when you first go on. Like, shit, man. Bully, when you go on Netflix now, like, I'll, I'll watch Airplane. It, it says as one of the warnings, smoking. Like, oh, my God. Somebody's smoking a cigarette during the course of this movie or this show. There's a little bit of a blurb right at the beginning, and then you're smooth sailing. They're not going to have to worry about the censors on 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 uh, on uh, uh, the USA Cable Network anymore. If they want to, you know, say a couple of words that they would normally never say, Agreed. they can go yep. ahead and do it. If they want to get a little risque, they can go ahead and do it. It, it almost sounds like just talking about this for the very first time with you, there's actually more of an upside to this than just the, you know, $5 billion deal for the WWE. I think it definitely actually might, there is. Yes. I think it actually might be better for the WWE universe. I think no, there's, uh, there's no, they have no restraints. And, I think, and, and, and the definitely. WWE likes it when they don't have to answer to anybody. I would agree with that. I mean, I will have to answer to Netflix, whatever that entails. I'm sure that entails. I'm sure you're going from one headache to another business-wise, I'm sure. I don't know what that would be, but there's always going to be somebody you have to answer to. But to answer your question, Bully, 100%, I think this is good for the WWE, and I think it is good for Monday Night Raw. Again, it's going to take some getting used to. Like you said, Bully, you now have a year, a year until you get there. But this does change the landscape. This this is a landscape-changing decision for Monday Night Raw and the WWE. But I do believe, of you know, long-term, this is a great decision. Not just money-wise, all around, creatively, a great decision for the WWE. Well, if you are Scott Demore, Tony Khan, um, Billy Corgan... New Japan, do you try to fill the void on Monday night and get a Monday night wrestling show yes. somewhere? Yes, and here's the other thing too, Bully. Don't forget, like when you're talking, now I know we're talking about Netflix. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix as you said, Bully, is on another level. Um, but all these other companies like, you know, New Japan, they stream. You know, TNA, they stream. The NWA, they stream, um, obviously not on 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 a level of a Netflix, but they stream um, for that comfort level. Absolutely. If I'm if I'm USA, I'm trying to fill that void. Hey, we just lost our number one show, and that was pro wrestling. If I'm USA, yes, I'm trying to fill that void, which is good for us, good for wrestling fans, because now, listen, bully. There may be people that say. You know what? I ain't paying the fucking money for Netflix because USA just put this wrestling show on Monday night. You know, I'm going to give this show a try. And if I like it, fuck Monday Night Raw. I got this on USA. I'm not paying for something. I got to draw the line somewhere. I got to draw this line. This is where I'm drawing the line. And since USA has given me this wrestling show, I'm going to watch this wrestling show. There might be people that have that kind of mentality, bully. Hypothetical. Just out of left field. Tony Khan decides to put dynamite on Monday nights. 
You're saying that that's not a big deal, and like, what are you gonna watch? Yeah, there, there are good, there could be people that says, you know what, the WWE is asking me now to pay more money. You know what? I'm gonna give this AEW product a try. They're on Monday nights now. Let me let me give them a shot and see. I, I'm that, not saying that, that makes I, our life difficult. Uh, well, it makes our life it makes our life difficult, but it also makes Tuesdays even more must listen to show. But but I'm not saying that I'm gonna be that way. But listen, there might be listen, bully. Like I said, when it came to that NFL playoff game on Peacock. There was a lot of pushback. There were a lot of angry people. Now, there's no alternative to the NFL. The NFL is a monster. Even when it comes to the world of sports, NBA, Major League Baseball, they don't come anywhere close. But let's say there was an alternative. You know what? Let's just say that the NBA said, you know what? We're going to fill the void of that playoff game and where the NFL game was supposed to be. We're going to put an NBA game. On there, there might be people that says, "You know what? Screw the NFL. I'm gonna I'm gonna start watching basketball again." I, I, there might be people with that mentality, bully. Why not? You know, you got it. Some people, like I said, when it comes to finances and disposable income, to some people that's tough, and you have to draw the line someplace. That might be the line where people said, "You know what? I'm drawing it right here." Paul, throw up a throw up a, a quick poll up on the old Twitter machine. I'd just be interested to see uh, for the next two and a half hours what people have to say if they can't get in on the lines. Uh, will you be watching Monday Night Raw on Netflix in 2025? And, and I'd, love, I'd like yeah. to get some general feedback from the nation this morning. Some quick hit, some raw emotion feedback. And here's the thing, bully. Like, nobody's wrong in this situation. Like, this is really basically how you're going to consume. I'm the wrong person to talk to, Bully, because I subscribe to New Japan World. I subscribe to Impact Plus. Like, I subscribe to everything. If there's wrestling, I subscribe to it because I want to be able to watch everything. But there might be people that are like, you know what? Okay, I got I got SmackDown on Friday nights and it's part of my cable system. I'm not why am I going to pay to watch Monday Night Raw? I already get my fill of WWE programming on Friday nights with SmackDown. There might be fans that think that way. And I don't think the hardcore fan, the hardcore wrestling fan is going to think that way. But bully, you know the WWE audience is mainstream. The WWE audience is is the hardcore fan, but the WWE audience is also the 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 fans that fly in and out that don't watch every single week. For them, are they going to subscribe to Netflix to watch Monday Night Raw on Monday nights if they don't already subscribe to Netflix? The Busted Open Podcast is now available on YouTube. This is Dave LaGreca, host of Busted Open, the number one pro wrestling show on the planet. You can now watch and listen to the award-winning Busted Open Podcast every single day on YouTube. Our best interviews, behind-the-scenes access, and some of our best content from the past, all available right now when you go to YouTube.com slash at Busted Open Podcast. Subscribe right now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. 
it probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. You know, everybody was asking the questions. We put up a poll. You asked the question on social media. The WWE even asked the question on social media. WWE on Fox asked the question. USA Cable Network asked the question. So now, Bully, I'm going to ask you the question. Who do you think won the war of words? Who do you think won the face-off last night between Punk and Cody? First, I will refer to the poll that I put up last night on the old Twitter machine. Who won? I wanted some fan response. 11,200 votes, a significant amount of votes on last night's poll. Cody with 59% of the vote. Punk, 41%. To me, that's a pretty good margin of victory in the fans' eyes who won. Who do I think won? Don't say the fans. Do not say the fans. Ugh. Oh, I hate that answer. I hate that answer. Do not say the fans. I hate It's the stupidest answer ever, and we can blame it on Dreamer. Oh, the fans won. Well, yeah. that's, I mean, but and uh, the no, fans no. did. Don't defend the, it. Don't defend it. And I saw so many people last night say, oh, we won. The fans won. Ba ba ba. Ugh. There, to me, there was a clear-cut winner last night, but I want to hear what Neither you thought. Neither was not. I yeah, thought. It was a draw. Wow. I got to tell you, Dave, I got to tell you, other than the two shots that were landed that we just heard in that clip, 
I thought it was an uninspiring draw. I disagree. You know what? You and I That's looked okay. at this completely hey, different, which is fine. Which is Judy fine. is in the eye of the beholder. I did not get like I like that. It's not just about landing shots and getting that oh response. It's about some good stuff, and I think we heard the best of Punk and Cody in those in those comments we just replayed. Other than that, I didn't come away like. Whoa, that really blew me away. I, I, I always like to listen to the crowd. The crowd, to me, wasn't that inspired by anything. I thought they kind of ended it flat. When they both left the ring, they were staring at each other, and there was really no buzz in the arena. There was no electricity. They did play Cody's music on the out on TV. Whether or not they cut that when they went to commercial and played punk's music, I don't know. But the perception was Cody's the bigger star here because we played his music on the out. I mean, both got tremendous responses on their way into the ring. Punk's pop was louder than Cody's, but there's a reason. And there's a very valid reason. You know why? Because he was second. Cody was already in the ring. No, New Orleans has seen Cody already. This is the first time New oh, Orleans okay. is getting punk since his return. So it's special. So that's why punk's pop was bigger than Cody's. But at the end, there was the dueling chance. And I thought, like, maybe if you go by crowd response in the arena, it was probably a draw. If you go by crowd response. I looked at it differently than you did. I thought it was inspired, and I really enjoyed the back and forth. To me, I looked at it as, you're right. You're not getting the oohs and odds from the crowd because they're not just throwing bombs for the sake of throwing bombs. They didn't go for the low-hanging fruit. I felt like last night was kind of like a feeling-out process between the two of them. And also, I felt like they were conflicted. Though I did feel like going in and coming out that it was who they were. Punk's an asshole. And I felt like he kind of showed some of that in his promo last night. And I felt like Cody is a guy with a lot of dignity, a lot of respect for the business himself and for the WWE Universe and his dad. But I really did feel like the blow that Punk gave about his dad was a nice body shot. But I did feel like Cody's blow about saying I'm more CM Punk than you are was a, a nice cross across Punk's face. And here's why. Here's CM Punk saying, hey, you know what? I'm more American Dream than you. Here's my dad. I'm the common man. I don't come out here with a suit. You know, I come out here like I just came out of the gym. Okay, that's all fine and good. That's who you are, but this is who Cody is, and there's nothing wrong. Again, I love how people say, judge me for who I am, but then they're going to judge other people. I hate that. Punk kind of was like, don't judge me because I am who I am, but I'm going to judge you. Comes across a little hypocritical to me in my eyes, and I thought Punk was a little hypocritical in his promo last night. The other thing is this about Dusty is this, Dusty that, but you don't know his famous line of all time about I've wined and dined with kings and queens and I've slept in alley eating pork and beans. 
Well, how does that go again, Cody? Fuck you. All right, you're coming across like you're going to comment, man, and Dusty meant this much to you, but yet you don't know that, and then you go and you throw it back in Cody's face. I did not like that one bit. And then you know what? I love what Cody said. I'm more punk than you because you want to revolutionize, and you did the the punk the pipe bomb, and already even last night he takes the flag, right? He took the WWE flag off the microphone and chucked it behind him. Yeah, man, this is, yeah, I'm the guy who delivered the pipe bomb. I was the guy that was going to change the landscape. But did you? Because when push came to shove, you left. You walked out on wrestling. What did I do? I started a revolution. I started a whole new company in AEW. Hey, I, I'm not, I didn't just talk the talk, but I walked what I talked. Again, like I said last week. You got kicked out, I walked out. I had I had choices, you had no choice. I thought they kind of delivered that message last night. And I'm not a punk hater. I love CM Punk. I love what CM Punk brings to the WWE. Man, I really felt last night that point to Cody Rhodes. And I thought Cody didn't change who he was and also gave respect to CM Punk, I don't feel Punk delivered the message the same way Cody did. That's my opinion. Totally fine. Uh, we can, we're not really disagree. I, I hear your points loud and clear. I just felt like I, you know, Dave, as a wrestler, I go by feel, you know? How do I feel? How did this promo make me feel? How did this match make me feel? Am I happy? Am I sad? Am I uh, am I angry? Uh, you know, am I crying? You know, whatever. I walked away from it going, okay. Nobody really, there was no clear cut victor there. I would agree with you. It was, it was like a feeling out round. It's like the first round of a fight. It definitely wasn't Hagler Hearns <clears throat> who for three rounds just threw bombs it was more of a, you know, a, 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 a middleweight, you know, or, or a light heavyweight, you know, jab, 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 feel each other out. Something very typical of like a Floyd Mayweather, a feeling out round. It just, it, it, it wasn't bad by any stretch, but I didn't think it was great by any stretch. I thought it was good. And when I looked at the two guys on my television set, I said, the guy on the right, is a lot more relatable because of the sweats and because of the way punk talks. And here's what I wanted to get to today. Last night when I was listening to punk and Cody talk, Dave, it reminded me of me and you. And here's why. One of the things that I've tried to work on on this show and the way I'm going to talk to you right now will prove to you that I'm not getting better at it. I slow down sometimes and I slow down because I, my intention is I really want people to understand the point that I'm making. I don't want to talk fast because I know if I start talking fast, like I, I'm not going to make the point that as clear as I'd like to make it in the best interest of the listener. But sometimes when I slow down and I talk, Dave, how do I come across 
I think I can come across condescending when I slow down. Some people do feel like you come across condescending. And that is not my intent at all. I slow down so people can understand and digest every last detail and point I'm trying to hit. I talk like Cody. You talk like punk. You have much more of a natural. I I think I've become more natural in my conversation on the show after the years go on, but I don't talk in the same type of uh, just, you know, regular blah, 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 blah. When I go into analyst mode on this show, and I'm really like when we do start, stop, or the good, the bad, and the ugly, I really slow it down. Where the le- the, the 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 listener could always be like, okay, bully, we get it. You don't have to like, you know, talk down or or be condescending. And I swear to you guys, that's not my intent at all. So I try to work on that. Last night, Cody sounded condescending in the beginning of that promo because he slowed down. And talked like this to Punk. There was more bass in Cody's voice last night. There was more a slowing down. I almost looked at Cody as Anakin Skywalker in the beginning of that promo. He felt torn to me. Like he didn't know where he what what he wanted to say. You got it's got to remember this is just my opinion perception of what I'm seeing and hearing. Cody in the suit, Cody slowing down his talk, Cody almost talking down to Punk, and then Punk coming back and goes, hey, man, you know, here's the deal. Here's a story that I never told before. Your daddy told me, called me and said, keep an eye on you, kid. That's part of the takeaway that I got. I almost feel like, to a degree, Cody might have been a little uncomfortable in that space last night. Because there was a guy in that ring that was more of a vet than Cody. Now Cody's hearing for the first time that dad called this guy to keep an eye on me. And Punk's like, yeah, man, that's it. You you can either handle the truth or you can't. And I don't remember Cody Rhodes ever being more CM Punk than CM Punk. Does Punk contradict themselves at times? Yes, he does. A lot of people were harping last night on the on the line about um, I, I can separate business from personal. And I guess people, you know, especially AEW fans going, oh, really, you can? Because it didn't seem like you did, you know, uh, for the past couple of years. What are you going to say? No, it's kind of like when Punk was in the ring with Hangman Page. That right. really started everything that happened. And he used that line, like, why are you taking this so personal? But yet you took it personal because look what you did in that media scrum after all in. So, right. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I get that. You know, especially like one of the first thing he said was, I'm home. I'm home. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Well, if you're coming home, you don't want no friend. Like it's talking out of both sides of your mouth for me. A little at bit. Times. A little at bit. Times. And, at times. Yeah. And I, and I, you know what? I will go with what you're saying about maybe Cody feeling uncomfortable at the beginning, but I don't think that's the way it finished. And I think with CM Punk, and and again, this is just an observation from the promo that I heard last night, not an overall perception of CM Punk, but it's like, I almost felt like in that promo that CM Punk needs the whole, I'm the rebel, I'm the guy that's unconventional, 
you know, again, with like, hey, you know what? The, the whole thing about, you know, silver spoon in your mouth and the sense of entitlement because of who your dad was and all that stuff. All right, I get it. But we've been there. We, I think Cody has proved himself time and time again. That just felt like to me last night as a tired narrative. I felt like we've graduated from that and we're way past that. To bring that up now, I just felt like that was a little heavy-handed because it's like, hey, you know what? Cody stepped away from the WWE and bet on himself. Something that CM Punk wasn't willing to do for whatever reason. Again, not judging, but it didn't happen. But you know what? Cody could have stayed in that safe haven of the WWE, but he knew he, knew he could do better. He bet on, on himself, and he won. He's not relying on, uh, man, Triple H wouldn't do this or Triple H. Cody took that sledgehammer and smashed that throne at the first ever AEW Double or Nothing, but yet turned around and was a main event wrestler at WrestleMania. You know, you just brought up the throne, right? Yeah. And it made me think of something that I've never forgotten. Do you remember the sit-down that Co- that Triple H had with Cody months and months ago? Where he told, well, like, Triple H was trying to give Cody some advice. And Hunter put his hand on Cody's leg. And Cody just kind of blew off. It happened yes. in the locker room. And kind of, Cody just kind of, thanks, Thanks for thanks for the advice, Trips. But uh, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Do you remember the final look Triple H gave Cody at the end of that shot? I don't. Remind me. Go back and watch it. I wonder if that's ever going to come into play one day. And maybe it will. And you and know, that, that's just a. I just went on a little side tangent right there. Um, I never felt Cody picked up the ball and ran with it after Punk disappeared i didn't feel like cody was that rebel and i do i will say this dave i take it personally when i hear guys talk about that themselves as rebels and revolution and all that dog shit you're not the original rebels you're not the original revolution you try to put out a narrative that just doesn't exist yeah but uh, but but cody's not saying that bully cody Cody left the wwe and bet on himself and went out there and he worked at ring of honor and he worked on indies then he helped um uh uh you know start aew you know what you can make the same you can say the same thing about punk right what did punk do do he went and he sat home and he had the balls to wait for somebody to pick up the phone. That's very difficult to do. That's betting on yourself. That's betting on yourself to the extent where you go, I'm pulling myself out of this business for as long as it takes because I know I'm so over in the fans' eyes that somebody eventually has to pick up the phone I disagree. And call I completely disagree. But that happened. I completely happened. disagree with that when it came to CM Punk. He turned his back on wrestling. He didn't want to talk about wrestling anymore. He went to the UFC and became an MMA fighter. Is, is, that, anything, any, is that any different than Brock? But, but what I'm saying is, that, and that's why I had my issues with Brock when he first came back, same thing. I Don't forget, I had a lot of issues with Brock Lesnar when he first came back because he even went and wrote a book and, and slammed the WWE in wrestling. And, and, I, and, and listen, 
when it comes to Cody and Punk, it's two different stories. Cody saw something that he didn't like and he didn't want, and he changed the landscape. But Punk didn't do that. I'm not blaming Punk for doing that. I can understand Punk in a lot of ways being like, I'm tired of this. I don't want to do this anymore. It's, it's taking its toll on me. I'm walking out. I'm not blaming Punk. But for what Cody did, to me, it takes a lot more to be like, I don't like it. I'm still, I, but I love wrestling. I'm still going to do this. I'm going to do indies. And I'm going to go to TNA. And I'm going to go to New Japan. And I'm going to go to Ring of Honor. And I'm going to start my own company that's going to be an alternative, which AEW was at first. It was an alternative to the WWE. Cody did that. And then you know what? He made himself so big that he did something that he was never going to do if he stayed. And that was become a main eventer and a main eventer at WrestleMania. Punk went a completely different road. Completely Dave, different. Dave, I'm gonna, let me try to explain this to, or, or, or make this point the best way possible. We're talking about betting on yourself, correct? You're talking about how Cody bet on himself by leaving. Cody left and Punk left, correct? Yes. Which do you think is more difficult to do when it comes to betting on yourself? I, I, but, You're already but, shaking but, your head. But, Bully, I don't care about betting on yourself and your own personal stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what Cody was talking about in that promo. He talked about you didn't like the way the business was going. You didn't like your WWE. Well, then do something about it. Not for you selfishly, for yourself, but for the business. If you truly love pro wrestling and you don't like the direction it's going in and you don't like what's going on in the WWE, then do something about it. Change it. Cody did that. Punk did not. Cody did it. Wasn't Punk, Punk trying to do that when he took on Triple H in those promos? Okay, in the in the window and the scope and the box of the WWE. But what did he ultimately do? He left. He quit. This, okay, if if you're t- the scope of wrestling, um, every wrestling company out there, Punk was so burnt that he went home and sitting at home, knowing that one day. Somebody's going to call me because I'm so over is really betting on yourself. But I don't know if that was his mindset. I don't know that if that was CM Punk's mindset is that I'm going to sit and wait to the ideal offer comes to me. I don't think they they called him to come back for the backstage gig that lasted a season and then it was done. He went and he sat back home. Then he sits around enough until until Tony Khan calls. That didn't work. He went back home. Then the WWE calls again. I mean, this guy's got the balls to sit at home because he knows in a, in a, in a way that is betting on himself. He knows in his own mind that he is, you know, you can't stop rock and roll. And you really, we've seen that you can't stop CM Punk. Despite all of the negativity agreed. around them, agreed. Agreed. I, I agree with the that. Phone and call him. I agree with for CM Punk. He did what was best for CM Punk, and there's nothing. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I know people are going to listen to my words and they're like, "You're picking sides." No, I, both are right in their own way. Both are right in their. CM Punk. Had, CM Punk had it with the wrestling business. He was so pissed off and angry after leaving the WWE. I mean, they fucking fired the guy on his wedding day. I mean, I mean, that's fucked up. All right. So I don't blame CM Punk. CM Punk was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to go and do other shit. 
you know what? I'm going to go and train as an MMA fighter, and I'm going to go to the UFC. And it didn't work out. It doesn't matter. He tried it. That takes a lot of balls to do that. There's no doubt. And I'm going to walk my dog. I'm going to, I'm going to get married, and I'm going to live my life outside of wrestling. And that's what he did for 10 years. He was like, I don't want anything to do with wrestling. I don't want to hear about wrestling. I don't want to talk about wrestling. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. If you're a fan of it, that's cool, but I'm done with it. I think he actually basically said something like that in a tweet. Like, hey, if you love it, that's cool, but I'm over it. But for, but, but, and, I, and I'm not blaming him for that. I understand it. But what Cody did was like, you know what? Not only am I going to bet on myself, but I'm going to change things. Like, I'm not going to just say I want change for the sake of wanting change. I'm going to go out there and change it. Change it for me. And change the way. And listen, he did it. But he before, put a, before, what if Tony Khan never comes around? What was Cody doing to change things? The all in the first ever All In. That was the first time. Okay, that uh, yep. that uh, that would that a show was able but that to get was, that. But that was backed by yes, it was his idea, but it was backed by Ring of Honor. It was financially right. backed. Of course, he had to get. He, there, there had to be financial things, obviously. Okay. But okay. The, but you know better than anybody. What's the perception of that first all in? What's the perception from people and fans? Cody in the Bucks. Cody in the Bucks. Cody is like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change things, and you know what? Meltzer put out that tweet that nobody will be able to sell out an arena outside of the WWE. And what did? Cody Rhodes do. He sold out an arena outside the WWE. He put on the biggest indie show of all time. And what did that show do? It opened up Tony Khan's eyes to be like, all right, wait a second here. There could be success for pro wrestling outside the WWE. Cody did that. Cody changed the landscape. Now, he went to AEW. Things didn't work out for whatever reason. Maybe one day we'll find out. But but you will say, Bully, those first couple of years for AEW, they beat a WWE program. They were getting over a million eyes on that show, and they were selling out arenas. Yes or no? Yes. Cody did that. That was Cody. Now, did he need help? Of course he needed help. But that was really, that was Cody saying, you know what? I'm not going to just talk it. I'm going to walk it. And that's what he said in that promo last night to CM Punk. Okay, agreed. My my I'm going back to my original point where I don't think anybody walked away as a clear cut victor. That's just my if I had to vote last night, I would have probably not voted and commented and said and said, I'm not voting. I thought it was a draw. And I, I didn't want to put I didn't want to put draw up there because I just I wanted to see who it thought it sounds what. like a cop out, but it's also your honest opinion. My I would cop out. No, I would say almost like when you say it's a draw, when you ask a question and then you put, I think it was a draw. It's almost like, yeah, it's Why, almost is a like boxing, a non Is a boxing match that ends in a draw a cop out? No, but I, but it almost sounds like a non-answer. But I understand where you're coming from. I'm not faulting you for having that. That's your opinion. So take out, take out the two big lines that they hit on one another, right? Yeah. What about that promo stood out to you? It was it was Cody saying I'm more CM Punk than you are. Take, and that's that's uh, his, his that's his big line and, and and Punk had his take those lines out. Do you really think there was a clear cut winner? 
No, I so my I wouldn't say it was a draw. I would say that Cody won by decision. There was no knockout punch. There was no like I would say Cody won by, you know, by decision at the end of that. That that that's now, that's what I took. I, I have it. to ask you this, okay? Are you speaking from fandom or honest opinion? No, that's honest opinion because I love CM Punk. I'm a fan of CM Punk as well. That's that's my honest opinion. It's like it's like saying, "Bully, uh, hey, bully, I respect you, I love you." Um, you're, you know, you taught me so much and I respect everything you've done in the business. And wh- what was that table line again? What was that? What was that? That, that table so thing do, you would say? Do you think that that was, are you saying that you honestly believe that punk forgot the line or he was just trying to be a dick to Cody by not remembering one of the most famous lines? I think the way the way he couldn't remember it, which you can't fault somebody in that circuit but the way he threw it back at cody was kind of yeah what was that what was that again what is it like like the way he threw it back at cody i i took that as being a little disrespectful and i think cody from his facial expression took it a little bit disrespectful as well that's my opinion on it busted open as part of the sirius xm sports podcast network if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more please give a five-star rating and leave a review subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast catch the full three hours of busted open every day of the week at 9 a.m eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 go to siriusxm.com backslash busted open trial to start your free trial today